we're all protecting you. We have we all have protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I was I so mad. Don't ever breathe. Don't breathe. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada, and I'm here, as always, to recap Vanderpump Rules with my co-host, Armin. Armin, what is up? I'm going to miss Vanderpump Rules. I mean, this season was a little, like, eh. It was probably the worst season. But... but it's relative to amazing all-time great TV. Yeah, true. Um, I'm excited to see where they go next, but, I mean, we missed last week's part two of the reunion. We did. But, like... Honestly, was it much more than just James yelling, screaming, and crying? Just a lot of no. yelling. Um, and part was, three was laid back. Part three was a little late. Honestly, this reunion was just very... It started really heavy. Yeah. Went to like a weird, dark place in the middle. And then at the end, it was just kind of like chilled out, mellowed. Honestly, because Lisa tamed James while Andy was teaming Kristen. Yes. So, I mean, it was very... I mean, we learned a lot from the cast. I think... We gained a lot of insight of maybe what's going to happen next season, especially with the wedding, a possible engagement, maybe babies on the way. Um, yeah, we got some crucial insight. That's for sure. You're right about that. Yeah. So, and, you know, it's it's sparked a lot of conversation in the Vanderpump Rules community, just in general, how the season played out. The whole thing between the main cast versus James has brought a lot of attention to the show and some new viewpoints. So we're going to talk about that too. But before we dive into all this, make sure you guys are subscribed to us by subscribing wherever you are listening. That's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. If you want to try us out in somewhere new, we love that too. You can always double subscribe. <laughs> and if you want to follow us on social media, we're on Twitter and Instagram. You guys just have to search at Hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D. Now let us get to the nitty grim, gritty, gr- nitty grimmy, nitty grimmy, nitty grimy. Well, I'm like a little bit tired because last night we were out f- at Tom Tom. At Tom Tom. <laughs> That's why I, we couldn't live tweet. Sir and Tom Tom. Speaking of Tom Tom, let's talk about Kevin O'Keefe's article, which you kind of teased out in the opening. Yeah. Um, because as you mentioned, a lot of fans are curious where this show is going to go from here. And there's been a, a lot of sort of retrospective on how it's evolved. And I think it's safe to say this is a much different show than it used to be, right? A hundred percent. I mean, we're recapping season two on our Patreon. If you guys want to follow that, make sure you subscribe. It's really fun. So we're doing the week by week, play by play, episode by episode of season two. And it is so insane. Like it's Wild. every episode has some big twist, some big fight. And it's, it's, but it, and the whole story as a whole is just insane. It's not like oh, did James get fired again? It's like oh, Kristen slept with Jax like <laughs> while she's dating Tom Sandoval, and he was literally dressed with Stassi. And they are all a lot messier. They're so much messier. They're and drunker, a lot more immature. They care a lot less about what other people think. So Kevin O'Keefe, who has been a guest on this podcast, he's like before, a regular, and uh, is going to appear in the next Housewives history. He wrote an article on Prime Timer entitled How to Save Vanderpump Rules from Itself. And basically, he makes the argument that 
because the cast, the core cast, the OGs, if you will, um, have matured and they've evolved. And we're watching more so because of the seven years of investment than the drama, because there just isn't that much drama between them, that they should stay as the Vanderpump Rules cast. And that show will cover them in their new homes, them presumably having babies, getting married, etc. Right? And then Bravo should have a spinoff of Vanderpump Rules. Who knows what that title will be. Uh, And that show can cover James Kennedy and... Raquel, because Raquel is currently a a waitress. (laughs) But that show would be focused on young servers, which is the original premise of Vanderpump Rules. Young, messy, insane servers at Sir. I love the idea. What do you think, Eddie? Part of me doesn't think it would work. Like, really? I, I honestly feel like it would be a good idea and it would be like fun for a season, but I feel... I don't know. I personally don't think James Kennedy can hold a show by himself. I, I know Kevin mentioned the idea of Lala being in it, but part of me like feels like Lala feels she would be above that. I don't think she would participate. Lala, I think, would be in the other show. I think Lala would want to, yeah, want to be with like Jax and Brittany and like her whole crew that she hangs with Randall now. And I think they would want her too. Well, we could alter Kevin's premise a bit. But, but like, I think there but must I'm, be a lot of messy servers still working at Sir. We see young, you know, good-looking people there all the yeah, time. Yeah, but I don't there. think I just I just feel like it would feel like such a copy. You know what I mean? Like it would it would feel inauthentic in a way. Like it would be like if they brought Jersey Shore back with like a whole new cast of people. I'd be like, "No, there's only one Jersey Shore. There's only one Vanderpump Rules. You can't recreate this magic." Schwartz but said it on our interview. We have speculated about Vanderpump Rules rebooting before. For a long time, we've speculated, will they reboot? This cast is not as dramatic I, as they I used don't, to be. My thing is, is like, I wouldn't want to see a show that's like James, Raquel, Billy, Jeremy. Like, that does not hold my attention at all. Like, What that, if they add a few new cast no, members, No, I want to see, I want to see them go to Vegas. I want to see a Vegas cast. And if they brought James Kennedy to Vegas and st- spun it off that way, heck yes, I'd watch that. Because I think... He would be a, he would be the one trying to fit in with like the Vegas crew, and the Vegas crew is going to be so much messier because like it's Vegas. I love that idea. I think that idea though is in this spirit. But here's also the thing: I saw that E was talking about do E. So an, an insider from E Network was talking about the Vanderpump Vegas show. So what if it wasn't even on Bravo and it was like, oh, what happens at the Abbey situation? But they on are another a network. sister network. I know. They're both under NBC Universal. So like Why not? I mean I just don't think it would be a Bravo show. Honestly, I It could be though. I don't I don't see the show spinning off. I see the same cast going again for one more season and I see Lisa doing the Vanderpump Vegas show separately. And I think she's I think It's still a spin-off though, I think. Oh, it is a spin-off, but like I just don't know. I just don't think James Kennedy, Raquel and Billy can hold a show. And I don't think anyone that they brought in would really help with that. I just don't know. It's just, it's But it's who weird. would have thought these no-names, Stassi Schroeder and Jax Taylor and Tom Sandoval, who the hell were they? It's But you can't recreate the magic. It's There's nothing will ever be like that ever again. We caught them, the perfect group of friends, at the perfect moment in time. Everything was meant to be with... Stassi and Jax and Kristen and Katie and Tom and Tom. Right. Like, and Ariana later. But you've said yourself, Eddie, 
for example, at your previous company, it was a shit show. Well, yeah. And you said that if there were cameras on that group, it would be wild. I mean, it would be wild, but it wouldn't be Vanderpump Rules. Sure. But I'm, I'm sure it would be something You would different. repeat the same beats, but I'm looking for drama. I'm thirsty for drama. And I don't think we're going to get drama anymore. Not to the extent that we used to. I think it's we definitely, didn't I think it's definitely going to be a different show, but I'd rather retire the Vanderpump name with a show. You just than, hate Lisa. No, no, I don't hate Lisa. I just I don't want Van, I would like Vanderpump Rules Vegas and have it just completely moved from the cast. Don't have it in Los Angeles because I feel if they try to reboot it with the next generation, it's going to piss people off. Like I don't know. It's I like that idea though, and I think it is a reboot of sorts. It's a reboot, but just get it us another city. Like I don't want to yeah. see a new group of servers in At Los Sir. Angeles. And Sir, speaking of people being in Los Angeles, the, did you see the Summer House Vanderpump Rules commercial with Pepsi? No, I didn't. Oh my god, they have Peps during the whole. Thing. I think it was maybe of Summer House or it might have been Vanderpump Rules. I can't remember one of the two, but they had these Stassi, Bo, Kyle and Amanda had Pepsi commercials. They were like at this Pepsi Summer House and they were like, uh, like I love kicking back on the summer a long day with like my Pepsi at the Pepsi. And I was like, who gave these girls Pepsi money? Like this is yeah. level. That's huge. Miss Spears is shaking. Ready for that. <laughs> ready for that uh, halftime commercial. It's going to come next. Catch Saucy and Amanda. That is a huge sponsorship. Right? Yeah. So I was just asking if you noticed that because... No, I didn't see... I saw a tweet about the commercial, but it didn't mention Pepsi. They were just like, oh, Summer House Vanderpump Rules crossover Oh, no. It was Pepsi money, honey. Like, it was the good stuff. That's huge. All right. So let's... Let's let's dive into the reunion. Yeah, let's get into the reunion because, I mean, there's not a lot to say because... (laughs) But... (laughs) There's enough that we can finish off this pod. That's why I thought it was a worthwhile conversation to have about where the show's going. This season's obviously over. I think we all agree it was fine. Where would you rank it all time? I mean, it's not at the top. It's it's towards the bottom. Number one, the best season is season two, right? A hundred percent. Okay, I agree. What's the second best season? Probably season three. Agreed. And yeah. then season one. Okay. Right? No. I may go season four. Yeah, you might be right. And then maybe six or one. It's tough to think about on the spot, but I think we could all agree that seven is at the bottom. It's definitely. It was, I really hated this. It was just literally all about James crying. (laughs) That's literally was the season. It was James crying and Jax was a new man for the seventh time in his life. For the seventh time. For the seventh year in a row. Literally for the seventh year in a row, Jax Taylor is a changed man. Do you think he has nine lives? <laughs> That's better He hope. has two more tries yeah, at this. good luck. <laughs> good luck, sir. All right, let's actually get to the reunion. So they started talking about the whole James-Mexico drama. Yes. And Which, how... I was actually surprised he was literally at every single vacation. I didn't realize that. Yeah. When he was like, I was at the Miami Bachelor Party. <laughs> I was at Mexico the first time. Love that trip. Thank you guys so much for inviting me. It was a fantastic time. Super privileged to be able to go on that trip. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he made some good points. That he's always been so, on the group trip. Yeah, so he deserves to be on it. No, not that he deserves to be, but he was always in a bad place with someone, right? And this group has the reputation of forgiving and forgetting. But and not with James Kennedy. Now, not with James Kennedy. But clearly, for years and years, Jax would call him a liability, say he didn't belong, but 
James would still find his way on the group trip. Not even Kristen was invited to that group trip. Yeah, but I think I think what changed this year is like everyone was just like over James. And they were just, I mean, Katie would have flipped out. Kristen would have flipped out like physically if James was there. And I think that was the difference. Like he hadn't gotten under the, their skin that much in years past. And I think this year's different. And it's not the, it's like the Ramona singer thing where Bethany was like, I really don't want Ramona coming to tequila. And Ramona's like, well, it's a cast trip. So I'm coming. So like, I'm coming. <laughs> it's like, it's like, okay, but you're not welcome. And I feel that like you funny need to, if James pulled that off. Honestly, I find that so rude. Like I, yeah, it's good TV, whatever. But if someone did that, if, if you were going to make someone uncomfortable on the trip and you came anyways and you're that selfish and you don't think about like the group, like I lose respect for you. Like if he was like, you know what? I understand that like, I'm not cool with the group right now. I'm going to take a step back. I hope you guys have a great time. Send a bottle of tequila to their hotel room. Like be like, just be a stand up guy. Don't throw a fit about it. Like you don't always get invited. Like low key. I found out my friend is having like a birthday party in New York this weekend and I wasn't invited. But like, I'm Let's fine. Let's get the pitchforks out, Eddie. No, but it's fine. Let's go to New York. It's fine. Let's do it. Last no. second trip. Let's no, I it. like, no. First of all, there's no I'll way go I with could you. do it. But like, I'm not upset. Like, I understand like. I'm mad for you. I No, but like, I'm, you know, I'm not going to be invited to everything and that's okay. Yeah. And like, I'm not upset about it. Like, there's no way I could have done it. And I think James Kennedy needs to understand, like, you're not going to be invited to everything. The world's not going to give you a hundred million chances. Sometimes when you screw up, you screw up and you got to live with that. That's a thoughtful move that you suggested, sending a bottle of tequila to their room. Um, hello. Yeah. Like, that's just Imagine a nice thing to do. Imagine if James did that. Maybe things would be different now. Right? And maybe if he was actually sorry for his actions, maybe if he didn't play the victim, maybe if he actually listened to the things that people were saying and responded to them in a healthy and communicative way instead of lashing out and playing the, playing a little baby and crying everywhere. His, his attitude would be hurts different. him because in a lot of times, this may sound controversial. He's emotionally crippled. Yeah, he's got problems. But oftentimes he does f- say the right thing. Yes, he says the wrong thing all the time too, but he finds a way to get there. He'll say, you know, yeah, I screwed up. Yeah, that was a huge mistake. I messed up. I'm sorry. But it's the tone. It's the abrasiveness. It doesn't come across always as contrite. Although in regards to the tweets, he did seem sincere in some way, right? I don't know. He clearly doesn't have the right approach, though. I'm not trying to defend him. I'm just saying. Yeah, but I'm like, actually saying that he's doing it wrong. No, and I think you're. I think you're right. I think if he would have been a stand-up guy, things would have been different. Yeah. Maybe he would have been accepted by the group. Maybe Raquel. Maybe would have had people at her puppy party. <laughs> but you know what? He wasn't. He isn't. He won't be. End of case. Period. Yeah, he crossed the line for this group. It's over. Let's talk about the dick shaming conversation. It's a classic dick. It's a classic dick. She's like, dicks are this small and boners are this bad. <laughs> Come on, Tom. Uh, Katie's commentary on flaccid. Honestly, Tom threatened <laughs> to prove it right then and there. And that's the after show that I want to see. Would he have tried to get hard? Or was he just oh my going God. to, I, no, to show I was, his... First of all, I was joking. <laughs> Absolutely not. Disgusting. Do not need to see that. TMI. TMI. Is his dick classic when it's flaccid or is it classic when it's hard? These are questions you're going to have to ask Schwartz yourself. Um, if I see him at Pride, maybe, and I am I have two tequila shots, four tequila shots, seven tequila shots deep. What are you suggesting right now? I'll ask him. <laughs> I'll be like, so what did Katie mean by classic dick? No, he said classic dick. I just think it's like really humorous that this always comes up about Tom Schwartz. Like this is like 
everyone's like go to is his like penis. She keeps stick shaming him. Part of me thinks it's like actually like a monster and she does it to keep him humble. <laughs> it's like the uh, Lisa Vanderpump strategy. Remember Lisa said that she would only say that Ken's small so other women wouldn't hunt him down. Remember <laughs> well, that? Ken is a beast and so is Jax Taylor. <laughs> they're two in the same. But they're reformed. <laughs> Both of them aren't. We know things. It's arguable. Let's talk about Kristen's issues with Carter because it's way more complicated than we realize. He yes, is not they're really still living ex. together. They're still living together. They still sleep in the same bed together often, not all the time, but often. They still have sex. They're a couple. <laughs> He's providing emotional support for her in Honest- a tough time, which. It's fine. I'm not against it. I don't think they're a couple. I think it is confusing, but I I think they're just warm bodies for each other at this point. Like they're both so lonely Contact that they're comfort. so desperate that they're just gonna like fake it till she moves out. Is he going to move into her home? She he hasn't been with her and she's on vacation now, so they are not together. Cause she even said on the reunion, until I move into my new house, we're living together. What did you think about Stassi and, and Katie's argument for why they finally had to be a little bit more aggressive with Kristen because they've always listened, 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 and nothing was changing, so they had to take a different approach. And Kristen was saying, that's not my kind of love. Yeah. She's like, I don't need your tough love. Like, that yeah. doesn't work for me. doesn't work for her. What did you think about that whole dynamic? I mean, that was an excuse on Kristen's part, for sure. Like, I understand why she was upset that they were using, like, the tough love I understand it does not work for everyone. I'm a person who likes to give the tough love, though. I'm totally a Stassi when it comes to, like, advice. I'm like, either do it or don't. Like, stop bitching about it. What was that kind of love you were saying that you need? Affirmation? Oh, so no. So this is, no, that's completely different. Um, That's your language of love. Language of love. So that's how you, like, best respond, like, to love. So I like words of affirmation. So So maybe Kristen is like that, too. She needs words of affirmation. Well, there's no, like tough love like that's that doesn't fit into that's not a language of love no that's not a language it's like it's like words of affirmation gifts tasks done for someone like it's like tough love isn't on the love five love languages it's not one of the five love languages it's not on the board yeah but no I think she I think what she needs I don't think she knows what she needs honestly I think she needs the tough love I think she wants to be coddled and she wants like the attention to be on her I feel like she is doing these things. She has done these things for attention since day one. She started dating James to get the attention of Tom. She <laughs> started dating and getting Oliver Carter to get the attention of James. Yeah. And now she has nothing to like move on to. So she's f- being in this like weird pseudo re- fake relationship with her ex-boyfriend that still lives with her and uses using that for attention. Like she just craves attention. That's all she wants. I thought it was strange that she said she would only ever get married to Carter. That's weird. Things, yeah. Why? I don't, because. I just don't get closing the door completely off to any other possibility. (laughs) Like, maybe get married to him. Fine. Do whatever you want, Kristen. But for her to say, the only person I will ever marry. She's delusional. I think. This guy that. I think. She had a terrible relationship with? No, I think she's just like. At this point where she's so desperate and she thinks, like, no one else will get it. No one else will understand. Like, she's Kristen Doty. Like, people will Google her. (laughs) Anyone she dates knows who she is. Like, that honestly is so hard. Like, for Bo to have not watched the show and only watched the pilot and still talk to Stassi. Like, 
that's the thing is like, that's why celebrities all date each other. I feel like is because no one else gets it. And I feel like Kristen has enough of a reputation. She believes that no one else is going to like want to love her besides Carter. And like, that's all that she can get, which Kristen, you can do so much better. Like you are a strong woman. You have your own company. Like you've been through shit and shit's been through you. But like, I'm there's someone out there for everyone. And I he was like a freeloader. He's a freeloader. (laughs) He's emotionally abusive. I think she's like, she feels trapped. It's like Stockholm syndrome almost like, but, and I think it's good that she moved away into her own home away from him. I think it's good that she's on vacation right now. I think she just needs to be apart from him to realize that she's okay. She can do this and she's going to find someone else when she's not looking for it. That's when she's going to find it. On your point of celebrities only date each other because they have the shared experience of being a celebrity, Brittany explicitly said that. She said that the reason why she wants all the women in the cast in her bridesmaids group is because they have the shared experience Experience, of being on the show and only they understand what she's gone through being on the show. Remember she said that near the very end? Yeah, no, she did. And I, okay, first of all, lousy excuse for needing 12 bridesmaids. (laughs) Second, I was talking to my mom and she was like, how many groomsmen does Jax have? Does he also have 12? Cause usually, he has two. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, no, but I'm like, I'm like, first of all, does Jax Taylor have that many friends? But then I was like, okay, he has enough people who know him. And I think like Peter's part of it now and probably Peter, Randall. Yes. I bet Randall. you Randall's part of the party now. I, mean, I honestly like, I, if, if Jax has 12 groomsmen too, that is going to be one huge wedding party. And that, and I think they're going to do it. Like, they have to. Like, the symmetrical number? Uh, yeah. 12 and 12? Would, okay, this is a question. I, I'm totally Team Stassi. Like, I'm not going to have anyone up there with me because I cannot deal with the stress of having to pick people and have people feel left out, have yeah. people feel angry. Like, if I'm getting married, I'm getting married. I don't even know if I want to get married, to be honest. Really? You're like, I'm, see, I don't know about it either because I don't, I feel like it'd be too much attention. Like, <laughs> Eddie, I, there's never too I, much I attention I like for it, you. but like, at the same time, I feel like it's too many eyes on me. And I hate There's PDA. There's no and I way hate, you believe that. I hate PDA. So you wouldn't get married just because you don't want to do the kiss? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. Um, like, I have, like, a strict moral code. Speaking of Stassi, Bo came out. It was Bo's first reunion appearance. What did you think? I think he did great. Everyone loves him. I loved that he had a flashback video of him making out with Kristen. It was all wonderful things. <laughs> Um, I mean, there's not much in the way of drama with Bo, but he's like the nice, stable person in the group. So he's like a breath of fresh air. Let's talk about Sheena because we have to. Okay. I first of all, love that Adam was the penguin worked. Like, I didn't know that he was like obsessed with penguins. (laughs) Like that is like, first of all. What? And second of all, did you show him the penguin? See, and like we thought that was so funny, but now like thinking it's like okay, that was a really a thousand dollar penguin that she adopted for him. Like that's a really nice gift. Yeah, it's a nice gift. He has a penguin now that's like named after him or something. It was still comical in the moment though. The it whole was. thing with the paper and I mean the seriousness of it. Did you tell him about the penguin? I mean, I, I haven't had the chance. I'm not shocked. Her and Adam are hooking up again and like still like you know having sex and being friends because clearly he has like a thing for her. And he, she even said that he's not hooking up with anyone else still, but she is right. Which is weird. He's like, he hasn't been with anyone else, but I have. And she's extremely proud of it. Uh, Yeah. 
Did you notice all the side eyes that she got uh-huh. from the rest of the cast? It, <laughs> they all rolled their eyes like, okay, Sheena. Uh, I mean, I'm proud of Sheena because I think Sheena is like fully in herself right now and she's living her best single life. And, you know, all the haters can hate, but I'm here for Sheena. I'm excited to see her next season. I think if she's, da- well, sh- I hope she's dating around. And they just started shooting today. Yes. So we'll see what happens this summer. But I mean, one of my friends, ex-boyfriends went on a date with Sheena. Right. For this season, but it didn't, and they filmed it, but it didn't make the air. Mm. Sheena really has her own storyline, which is another point that Kevin made on, um, I would want uh, Sheena to have her own show. I could watch a whole like Sheena in the city. Like really, I could watch Sheena move to New York and try to like make it in New York. I feel like that would be such a good show. She's really not a part of this group anymore. Her She's narrative was totally divorced from the rest yeah. of the cast. She moved to Marina Del Rey. I don't know. I, I think Sheena could hold a show on her own now because I feel like she's like, she's almost a caricature of herself. Like yeah. to New York, like Tiffany Pollard, New York, where like she gets like, no, 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 stop. I'm not going to let you do that. Well, no, you're Tiffany's, not comparing no. Sheena to New York. No, I'm saying in the, in the same vein of they understand who their character is and they're playing it up now. New York is a hundred ten times better than Sheena Billions will ever be. Billions of times. No, it's, it's like incomprehensible York, how Tiffany much better Tiffany Pollard, Pollard is than Sheena. Is reality TV queen of reality TV? I mean, down. she built reality TV. She did. No, I'm She's not a legend. She's I'm on the saying, Mount Rushmore of reality TV. I'm just saying, the way that Tiffany became New York, Sheena became Sheena. You know what I mean? I my mind can't go there. Okay, I can't even see the analogy. <laughs> I'm just saying, I feel like she understands the character of herself and has fully leaned into it. Whereas like everyone else has matured and grown and become like an authentic version of themselves. Sheena's like doubled down on the character of herself. Yeah. And I feel like that's what her like really like real talent and her real appeal is, is that when she plays the character of Sheena, when she performs good as gold, when (laughs) she's like, you know, taking her selfies and like doing a thing, when she's buying her boyfriend, like a penguin to be like, do you love me? Like, I don't know. And she's like, but you don't love me. Like when she's full (laughs) Sheena, like the character of it, I can watch that for hours. And that's the beauty of Sheena. And that's why I think take Sheena, throw her to New York, Put her in freaking like Oklahoma or like some like country town. Br- bring back Simple Life with Sheena Shea. Put me and Sheena Shea on a farm. Let me bring back an Eddie suggestion. Your own suggestion. Didn't you once say that Sheena could help create the Vegas spinoff? Because That's what she... I was saying. I think that would be fantastic yeah. too. She had a show in Vegas. Yes, she was. I uh, was like the the sex tips yeah. that Sonia did too. Maybe it's a, she it's could a, re- all the Bravo celebrities do it. <laughs> you maybe she could revive her show, and if she needs a job on the side, or if you need her to work at Vanderpump Cocktail Gardens, have her be in the Peter role. That's I think that's great as the manager. James could be the resident. DJ. I mean, Lisa has a lot of respect for Sheena. She said Sheena's always been one of her best servers. I think Sheena could totally manage. Yeah, of course she but can. That's not who's managing right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna go next Friday to Vanderpump. Garden, cocktail garden. I will let you all that. know how it is. Yes, I'm going to see Gaga next Saturday night. Um, so I will be in Vegas. I'll let you know if Sheena's there. So James and Stassi had a little back and forth, typical. And then the reunion ended on a pretty dark note. Yeah. Talking about Jax and his relationship with his mother. And he explained how when his father was dying, 
his mother didn't tell him that he was because that passing was away. His dad's wishes, which was his dad's wishes. But Jax can't understand why she couldn't just call and say, "Get on a plane right now," and it was heartbreaking. It's a hard situation because I feel like he, the dad, didn't want the kids to remember him that way, which I get. Um, and I understand why Jax is upset, and I, I mean, I, my thing is, is that I think he needs to not be so selfish and understand that his mom's suffering too, because I feel like, yeah, while he is upset, she's probably upset that now, not only did she lose her husband, but also her children, um, by doing something that she thought was right because she wanted her husband to have his final wishes fulfilled. Um, it's such a tough spot to be it's, in. Cause it's, yeah, it's like, but then at the same time, she should have ignored that and been like, no, your children need to see you one more time. I mean, but like, you never know when you're in that situation. And what's happening in that room. Exactly. You don't know. And we can't speculate on it, but I do think she wants, I think Jax, I mean, and partner of 42 years. I know Jax is like, you need to reach out to me. And I really hope she does reach out to him and they mend this because I think he needs, she needs to be, she, they will both regret it if she's not at the wedding. My prediction is that she's at his wedding. I think so too. I I think we get a very emotional moment. I, Honestly, partly think they're building this up for drama. I feel like Jax is waiting. That's so cynical. I, I, it's, I, knowing Jax Taylor and knowing that he's True. willing to literally sell his soul 17,000 times to the devil he's willing to for five anything. minutes of airtime, <laughs> he would prolong speaking to his mother to wait for filming to start to have that conversation and do the will they won't they come to the wedding. I mean, it's reality TV production 101. And Lisa, I bet, is helping him with that along the way. As you said, they are filming today. I would not be surprised at all if somewhere in Los Angeles right now, Jax is having dinner with Sandoval and Schwartz and talking about how he wants his mom at the wedding, but he's also mad at her, so he doesn't want her at the wedding. Again, back to the will they make up, will they mend the fences, will they reconcile or not. I passed the Belmont last night. I guarantee you it's happening right now, at this very moment. Well, we'll have to see next season. Um... We'll see if next season gets any better. We'll see if Vanderpump Vegas or another spinoff does come to fruition. But until then, make sure you guys keep up with all of our recaps on all the rest of the shows. We still have Summer House going. We have New York Housewives. We have Beverly Hills Housewives coming. We have Potomac and we have Southern Charm. So if you guys don't want to miss a single one of those or the upcoming Housewives Herstory that we will be releasing. Yes. Make sure that you guys subscribe on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And that Housewives Hurst we're doing, can I announce what it is? Announce it. It's going to be season two of Vanderpump Rules. So if this season was a snooze fest for you, do not worry. (laughs) We're going to go back to season two and me and Kevin do a deep dive on the season where Jax and Kristen did the dirty. I always say it's the greatest season in reality TV history. Uh, it's fantastic and it has the iconic slap. So if you guys want to <laughs> see that, do that. Armin, how can people find you? At Armin Mahram on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Eddie underscore Shada. Make sure you follow us and Hot and Bravo at H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. We will see you guys soon.